Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here, coming at you with the Network Marketing Ninja podcast, and I am super, super fired up. I know I am all the time, but today is very, 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 very special because I am joined with someone I'll share the story about in a minute, but I'm sharing with someone who is an icon in the network marketing industry. Expert isn't, isn't the right word for her. I would say icon. I would say uh, needed. I would say unicorn. There's, there's not, you can't count more than five people in the industry that are like her, uh, especially with the results that she's had. So I am so fired up to have Teresa Harding on the show. How are you doing, superstar? I am seriously so excited, but so honored. Frazier, you are, you are an icon. And I think after that intro, I think we're done. We're good. That's it. And that, was, <laughs> and that was the episode. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, but Teresa, uh, so I have had the chance of meeting uh, Teresa three times. Um, first one was the first time I went to GoPro. I was kind of back, backstage, side stage, super VIP kind of area. Um, we got to bump in. Really, really bubbly, outgoing, awesome person. One of those people, if you understand like energy, you want to be around her, right? And it'll be very difficult for you to feel that through the audio of this podcast. Hopefully you can get to see the video at some point as well. Um, but she's got a very attractive aura and energy. It's, it's, it's wonderful to see it. The second time was at the next GoPro. Uh, which was which was just epic, 2019. And then I saw her at a, uh, a, like an, an internet marketing online kind of event as well in Nashville. And I was just like, I knew I knew a story. I'm she's going to talk about it a little bit more in a minute. I knew a story. I know where she's at in her business. And I'm thinking, guys, if you write a phone number, if you write a phone number on your piece of paper, an American phone number. That is probably less than the amount of volume she's doing in her business on a monthly basis. Probably less, right? So I'm thinking, why is she at these events? Like, <laughs> she's in the front row, front row, front row. I'm like, she doesn't, why is she just in the Bahamas? Why isn't she just in like Barbie? Why isn't she just like on her yacht, just traveling around the Maldives or something like this? I'm thinking, what? And I just fell in love with her at that point. Um, you know, the energy and the willingness to learn. And now, the, the willingness to give to the world what she knows. Uh, I am just so blessed. You guys know I do edification a little bit differently here. Uh, I just think she's, a, she's an absolute godsend. And I was with one of a network marketing leader who is just, I think, the world of. I think this guy is absolutely awesome. His name is, his name is Kyle. I never say his second name because I always butcher it. But I was with him and I spot uh, Teresa, at like, well, he spots Teresa about 300 meters away. All right. It was, it was a long way away. He goes, you see that woman over there? You have to connect with her. She is an absolute beast in a good way. Right. Beast is in being like <laughs> those wonders. And I was like, yeah, I've connected with her before. He's like, mate, you, you need to connect with her. And finally, 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 we're making this happen. And I just realized that that guy is in Teresa's team, which is so crazy. So crazy. So I would love for you to share with me and the rest of the guys your story, your background, like how you got involved in network marketing, how you've, you know, like how, how you've just come, come to it. And then we'll go into some different stuff that I know you can help the guys with. So, so be ready. Do not be offended by this because I hated network marketing. I have rarely, in fact, I've never come across someone who hated it more than I did. I have come across a few people who hated it as much as I did. I hated network marketing and I, you know, it was that reputation that I believed that, of course, doesn't need to be. And one thing I love about you, Frazier, is that you have changed what that means. Because there are people who are slimy in any industry, honestly. But in, in this industry, I just had this reputation in my head. But when I found a product that was so amazing, I, I wanted to use it for me, but so not interested. And it, and it bugged me that it was actually in a network marketing company. But I thought, oh, I have to like buy this anyway because it's so good. So I bought the product and was absolutely not interested in selling. But as I would use it, it helped me. It was a health product. And so I ended up starting to help other people as they had health challenges. And I couldn't shut up about it. But it's like when you talk about an awesome movie that you saw. I'm like, oh my goodness, you need to use it. Well, I would, when they would say, well, I want to get some, well, not me, go, go to the company. 
but because of the way a network marketing company is set up, those people would be end up being under me. So I ended up getting a small paycheck. I, I think it was in the twenties, twenty dollars, some twenty-seven or something. And I remember thinking, okay, I got this paycheck for trying not to do this. <laughs> and so I started looking into, it and I thought, I do love this. If I can do it like this, where I'm really just helping people, then I'm interested in looking at it, and I'll do it for three months which we know that's not a good amount of time, but I'm kind of a crazy over the top person anyway. I'm like, I'm doing this for three months and we'll see what happens. So uh, that's kind of how I so like, decided. To it, it's so, it's so crazy. And I, and I always say, because my first commission was $18. And, <laughs> and I always say today still, that's the biggest commission I've ever, ever had because it had the biggest impact on me. So you went on to kind of grow this monstrous, business right i'm taught guys i'm talking like if you had a pie and there were eight pieces six of them would be teresa's of that pie pretty pretty much right of a billion dollar pie and here's the really crazy thing because i love impact and i love i love this teresa's impact on the business of, of developing leaders and bringing the building the business that she's had has got to the stage where the company that she's with has doing events with thousands of people, like there's thousands of people at the events that they do. I know of two companies that started because they attended the events that she was responsible for building a majority, like a massive amount of audience. And they built network marketing companies because they realized we have to follow the same model as this. So imagine if you said no, imagine if you were like, nah, I'm just not going to do it. Like there would literally be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people not getting impacted by different products and not having an extra income, secondary income, a life-saving income, right? Do you, do you ever think about that? Because I, I have to literally take time, I actually literally have to take time out of my day to sit down and like humble myself on, on what, what impact you actually have. Do you, have you ever thought about that? You know how, well, yes, for sure. Definitely the answer is yes. But you know how you, you get into your business, you're helping people, you're looking at ways you can serve and you, you get into that. And every once in a while you go, oh my goodness, like my business alone is over a billion dollars. Like that, you know, my, I dream big. I dream big and I, I never play small. I always hit my goals. Maybe not always as fast as I plan because my goals are always really crazy, but I always hit them. But, and I, so I was planning big from the start. I'm, think, I'm thinking if I'm going to do this, I went to the owners. I said, look, I said, yeah, I've never done this before. I had no idea. I said, you tell me who in the industry makes the most money and what are they doing? Period. I just want to know what they're doing. There's no reason we can't escalate what someone, if someone else has already done it, we can do it faster. We can do it more efficiently. And so I, you know, I, I'm excited to build, but every once in a while I go, wow, like some of the coaches, I'm working with some high level coaches who are helping me in my journey. I'll never be without a coach. And you know, they're, they're amazing. And when I start working with them in they're in the, you know, generic business world, I can't believe their reaction because you know, you, you feel like, well, it's just because I've been doing it for a long time. I've made every stupid mistake you can imagine. And so of course I'm good at it. I better be good at it by now. But they freak out. They're like, do you get that? There's like no one, no one who has this. Like, do you get what you, I don't think you get what you've done. So maybe I don't really get it. I just feel like it, it's possible for anyone. And my job, I, I know how to do it now. My job is to help other people. Yeah, when that, that's, I think, I think it's Jim Rohn who says, service to many is true greatness uh and it, it's it's and you, you guys she really doesn't have to like i've seen i've seen a back office i've seen screenshots of back offices like I, and it's even like now nah, that can't be right like it must be like some sort of photoshop expert or whatever like no no legit like legit ridiculous fall off your seat kind of crazy so we have a little chat uh before we kind of go on here and i, I asked a question to a lot of a lot of like Leaders is not the right word. It's even higher, like the unicorn network marketers out there, the, the real, the real special people who have, who have literally created greatness inside of network marketing for so many people. And that's like, what do you think is your, your special skill? What's your like network marketing superpower? And Teresa said something which I had to write down on a piece of paper. 
Now, yes, you guys know I'm a note-taking addict, but she said, step skipping strategies, right? And I was like, oh, that sounds really flipping cool. So if how, how would that work? Because obviously the idea of it is just so, so awesome. But if you were me, uh, sorry, if, if, I, if you're you and I come into your world, I come into your business, like you've helped so many people reach the top and become financially free. Like what is the strategy behind that? Because I know you love getting people results, but not many people in network marketing actually do get results uh, and they really struggle. So like how the heck do you do it? <laughs> well, there, there are a couple of things. You know how sometimes you, you do things and you start to learn how to do it? For example, you, you try something in your business and you think this will be really cool. And so you try it out and it falls totally flat. You're like, okay, that was, that was awful. I'm never doing that again. Yes. Sometimes you try something and it works really awesome. You think, I am brilliant. Okay. I am going to do this from now on. And then half the time it still doesn't work. But what happens over time is you get to a place where you, you find the brilliant things and it works every single time. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what I've done. But sometimes what usually, in fact, once you've learned how to do it and you get really good at it, you still haven't really broken it down into steps that you can teach someone else. So the next level is getting to figure that out. And so that's what's been really fun for me. And so what I do is there are a couple of things I always do. I, number one, I become friends with these people. Like that, that is my goal, really. Because how can I help them if I don't know who they are? I have to get to know them. So if you come into my world, I'm all about Frasier. I'm all about, so tell me about you. Tell me about your family. It's not just about your goals for your business. And it doesn't mean that in our weekly strategy sessions that you were going to talk about personal stuff all the time. We are business. We're serious about it. And we know how to use our time wisely, but I need to know you. I need to know what your pains are. I need to know what your desires are. I need to know what you really want. My job is to find out what you really want and then help you get that. So mm -hmm. first I do that. Secondly, now, this is what I've noticed. In fact, I've had to break this down. As, as we talk about what you want, and for example, let's say we're talking about what you have been doing, because you obviously want X result mm -hmm. you know, in the future, whether it's a month or three years from now, and you don't have it or you would not be working with me, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm trying to find out what, what results you want, what you've been doing, and this is what I've noticed that I do. I do this every time without even thinking about it. As you talk, I'm thinking, okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. No, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to change that. I don't say it out loud. <laughs> and I'm taking notes. And I've, I've realized probably sometimes people think I'm taking notes on what they're saying. I remember what you're saying. Like I'm internalizing it, it becomes part of my heart because I really do care about my people. But what I'm writing down is what we're going to change. Basically, the steps we're going to skip. No, you're wasting time there. No, that's not going to, that will work, but it will take you three years. Let's do it. And we can do it in three months. Like I literally am all about the, like breaking the old rules and creating new rules. That's what we do. I absolutely, I absolutely love that. And I, th I, think, I think that's what a lot of people, they need and they crave. They're like, just tell me that I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> like, because when, <laughs> when they're like just, like, just tell me, like, I'm doing this. You're like, yeah, just, just, just keep doing it. Like, you go, girl. Like, you've got this. And they come off the call. They're like, yeah, I have got this. But have I? Like, I feel like, and then why isn't it working? And yeah. yeah. So instead you're going, yeah, it doesn't work. And they're like, Oh, that's such a release. That's such a relief for me. Like I thought I was doing it wrong, but I, and now they're excited because now they're going to listen to every single word that you're going to be telling them to do. Right. And, not well, and I'm careful. I, let me qualify that because it's not like I go to them and say, you're doing it wrong or that's not right or whatever. It's all about, okay, now I see what's going on. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. And we start creating a plan that actually is changing all the things that can be better. And are you, are you doing this on a one-to-one -one basis in terms of like, is this like something that you, like, let's say I've just joined the business today, right? Yeah. I've just signed up. It's 25 past five here in, in, in the UK. And I'm like, let's go. And you're getting on a call with me and you just kind of just laying it out. Um, I, I used to do that and I've learned that when it's, you know, the whole 
fire hosing, people call it fire hosing. When you do that, even with training people in the business, it's too much. I have brought in huge leaders, very successful businessmen or women, totally successful people who understand how to work hard, who are not afraid. And when, even then, when I, I, I think I can give more, I do that. It ends up being too much. They end up getting to the point where they're like, uh, you know what, maybe this isn't for me after all. So, and I find that with the new business that I've launched, that is not network marketing, that is just, I'm teaching people how to build their business, whatever niche they're in, because mm -hmm. the principles translate. Mm -hmm. And so what I've noticed is it works better. If I'm working with you, I'm saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. And I, we go over, you know, the first, the first things you've got some action items to do when we leave. And when, and then when we meet again, I do the next piece. When we meet again, I do the next piece. Of course, every once in a while, you get those people who are crazy intense. They're like, okay, this isn't fast enough. I want to go faster. Mm -hmm. Then fine, I'll go faster. But you show me that you're, you're actually in the game. You're going to finish the steps. Like with my, my current clients outside of network marketing that I'm teaching business, I'm helping them with their business. I have a songwriter. I'm like, I'll, she is crazy. She's a songwriter. She's teaching people how to write songs. She's, and she just wants to go as fast as possible. And everybody says that. So I, I started working with her. I said, do this, let me know when, when that's done. And I gave her a pretty big assignment yeah. and within two days, she's like, okay, done, ready, fine. Now let's go to the next place. And that, that's the key. So setting assignments and holding accountable. So at the beginning, you're basically finding out if they're a walker, sorry, a crawler, a walker, a jogger, or a sprinter, basically. And exactly. You're kind of, right. So you're kind of like saying, right, assignment one, go do it. Depending on the speed that they do it is depending on the speed at which you're going to run with them. So it's saying if they if they do assignment one in seven days, you're like, okay, flipping neck, okay, this is going to be a this is going to be a crawler. But again, like you say, they do it two hours. Like this, this assignment, it's like, okay, let's go. But then you're then doing the celebration, Teresa celebration dance, because you're like, yes, I've got a sprinter here. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. It's like the guy who asked the girl on the date and she says, yes, they get off the phone. You know, he's all professional. He's all nice. He gets off the phone and goes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done that many, many times. Uh, many, many, many times. With yeah. the same girl being Svetlana, which has been so much fun. Like, just like, yes, she held my hand. Yes. Yes. Like, I, my love language is acts of service. So literally, oh. like, her, her making dinner, I'm, like, inside. I'm like, yes. Yeah, this is so great. And I let her know big time that that's what I, I love so much. So, um, so I, I, let me just say this. I don't just do individuals. Right. I, of course I've done that and I do that, but we do groups. I just had an event well before all this COVID stuff started mm -hmm. at an event with hundreds of people in Russia, just everywhere. Cause I, you know, I've trained in so many countries. Right. And, and, and have you noticed the process changes, adapts or stays the same depending on the country that you're, that you're working with? Well, that's an interesting question because I've, I've literally been on the ground helping. I've helped open over 40 international countries with my company and then th since then countries that have opened that i haven't needed to be on the ground the people i've trained are the ones opening those and what's interesting is at the beginning i thought okay the culture is going to be different you know this we we've got to be very careful about this it's going to be completely different and, and of course there are principles that are the same but this is what i've discovered after opening so many countries it is exactly the same Mm -hmm. There are cultural differences that you have to be aware of, mm -hmm. which changes, it, it's minor tweaks, yeah. but the overall, how, how it works, how it opens. And I can't even tell you how many times I'm helping open a country. We were doing Malaysia and they're like, no, no, but, but here it's different. <laughs> Every single place they say, I, I remember we were doing, um, wasn't Budapest. Where was it? Uh, it was one of the countries over there. My mind just went blank. But, um, yeah, it was Budapest. It was Budapest. And, you know, the economy is not great there. There's always a reason people are saying, no, no, no. But, but here that won't work. Yeah. And at first I believed it. And so we would work around it and, you know, try to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I've learned that, no, it does work. So, but you can't tell someone, no, you're wrong. It actually works. I say, you know what? I understand that challenge. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to work together as we figure out how to navigate that challenge. But I know exactly what we need to do. I've done this so many times. So I don't tell them they're wrong, but I help them discover 
what what works, which is exactly what I originally knew would work. You know? It's so crazy when you go to like Romania, for example, and they'll be like, yeah, well, it's different here. Our culture is very, very lazy. Um, and then you know you, you you go to you go to the UK and they're like oh I, I just want to recruit someone in America it would be so cool to have a they're always so positive and everyone high fives each other in Walmart and it's just amazing like even if you go to Walmart in your pajamas then it doesn't matter because people just want to join and they're saying the same about oh I'd love to have an English person in my team I would love oh, to yeah. have a Brit in my organization It'd be are great. you kidding we just want people with your accent <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> You know, it's just put on. It's not real. No, I'm kidding. It is actually <laughs> me. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I love all this. So for me, it's so it's so awesome to hear from someone who's who's at your level and, and kind of really understand what what you're going through with this. And obviously, when the when the team is growing so fast, because the explosive growth that you've had and you've continued to have has been so crazy surely there's been bumps in the road, right? There's surely been some bumps in the roads, mainly people causing the drama, right? You know, obviously, oh, yes. scaling and product and all this, that that just kind of happens. But have you got any like techniques or any things where, you know, maybe there's some drama or politics within the organization or a, someone who's upcoming leader and you just had to kind of get in there and just basically deal with it? Because I can imagine you finding it quite straightforward because of the personality type you are. You know, you, you're really like no nonsense, just heart driven, no nonsense, which is kind of a, it's a really great mix of personality to have, but it's also quite rare. Um, so is there anything that you like for the guys out there who maybe, maybe got some drama in the team or maybe there's some <laughs> you know, tension being one word to put it. Is there anything that you, you could share with them that maybe help them out with that sort of stuff? Oh my goodness. Can I just say, number one, if you are not having people drama, you're not building. Okay. And I'll just, that goes across the board for any business, not network marketing. If you are, you are not building your business, if you are not dealing with drama. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you this, always, always, it's someone else's fault until you finally figure out that it's really you. It's really you. It's some skill set that you have not figured out. And I know some of you are already going, yeah, but, yeah, but this person, you know, they said they were going to do this. Let's say, you know, you've got someone who said they were going to do things. Do any of you ever have someone who says they're going to do stuff and then they actually don't do what so they bad. said they were going to do? Well, guess what? That's their choice. They get to have that choice. That's the beauty of owning your own business. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm upset about that, now... I've created a problem. And the, the other thing that happens is you look at it and as long as it's because, well, it's because they won't do what they said. It's because this happened with the retail price. Well, it's because this is what's happening in the economy. The minute that happens, guess what? You just gave away all of your control. Now you just better sit back and wait and hope something good happens because not your, there's nothing you can do about it. But I'll tell you what, when I started learning, it's really weird. And you know this, Frazier, because you are very successful. Every time you hit a, a lid, every time you hit a cap in your business, you, you start to figure yourself out. You start to have to face things about you that you maybe didn't want to face and didn't want to admit about yourself. And then as you get past that, all of a sudden your business grows until you hit the next one, until you hit the next one. And what happens is, honestly, as your business is smaller, it's way more painful because it, it's so hard. It, it, it almost feels like if this is me, then I must be someone who is not going to be able to be successful, mm -hmm. but it's the exact opposite. And you know this. Mm -hmm. And so one, but once you get through that a few times, you start, you stop taking it so personally. And now when something happens, I'm like, okay, this is huge and it must be my fault. And if it is my fault, guess what? Now I can figure out how to change it. And so I start making changes with, and usually it's one of these three things. Either you need, there are skills that you need to learn. Mm -hmm. There are limiting beliefs that you need to get over, or there is an attitude that you need to change, period, period. And once you do those things, all of a sudden you can change it. And um, I remember I had already learned that. And you get to a place where when you hit those moments, you already know. Yeah. It's me. I'm the problem. As soon as I fix it, I can get on my way. Yeah. And it's almost exciting because you realize 
I hit one of those things and I know, I know exactly what happens after I learn the new thing or after I get over this, mm -hmm. what happens? My business goes crazy. Yay. I'm at that place. So you know how it's so annoying when people say, Oh, um, it's so much easier to make. It's so much harder to make the first million. The second million is so much easier. And you're like, would you just shut up? Okay. Really? I just am sick of you already. That's what it feels like. But the, this is why it's true. It's true. And I'm so sorry that it's true. But the reality is it's because you already learned all the problems you caused or all the things that are stopping you. So when you hit those, you, you don't breeze through them. You still have to get through it and learn, but you know exactly what to do to get through it. It's so it funny because every level brings a new devil, right? Like, and when we- Oh, that's, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so every level has this new devil. So when, whenever you get to this level, there's something else you have to face and there's another problem you have to solve. But you know, that's what leaders are, right? They're, we're professional, yeah. professional, we're paid to solve problems. And it's so fun when a problem comes up and I, I used to do this in a workshop environment many, it's like seven, eight years ago now, which is not really that many years ago, but it feels, in network marketing, it feels like 30 years ago. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a bubble, right? And I used to do this exercise where I would literally give the people in a room a problem and then see who freaks out and gets overwhelmed by the problem and who steps up and actually does it and goes, right, this is what we need to do. Da, 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 da. And it was such, it was such an interesting exercise because all the people who were at the higher ranks, they were always the ones who stepped up as the leader. Because people who were overwhelmed, they straight away looked and who's doing, oh, they know what they're doing. And they would just be a part of the conversation that that person's doing. It's really, really, it's really, really strange and interesting how that works. But you got me thinking about something when you said like, it's painful and slow in the beginning, right? And then it is so fun because I, you know, I don't watch too much TV. I try to, it's very, very weird. My life's at the stage now where I actually try and watch TV just to escape. I know exactly what you mean. So that you're kind of number one, either taking a break or yeah. just being aware of what's going on besides yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So like, and in the beginning I was like, no, no TV, throwing the TV out of the room, like, I'm putting my goals next to that. And it was like, what? And then now it's like, I'm actually going to go on to, is it bad? Is it bad? But <laughs> it got me thinking about when a friend of yours recommends um, like a TV show, like a Netflix. So like, oh my God, Tracy, have you watched like the new season of, da -da -da -da? like, have you watched this TV show? And it, it's amazing. And you're like, no, we haven't watched that. Oh, you are going to absolutely love it. And you watch the first episode and you're like, wow, that was not that great. Uh, and you go, you know what? Okay. The second episode, this is really boring. Maybe you fell asleep halfway through. Maybe it was one of those that five minutes into it, you're like, oh, you're checking your phone and da 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 So you contact your friend and you say, oh, you know what? Started watching that show and is it, is it a, bit, a bit boring? And then your friend says to you, says, keep watching because I promise you it gets better. So you watch the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth. The sixth. By the end of the season, you're like, there's three other seasons, like cancel all weekend plans. I am staying in and I am watching episodes all the way till the end of the fifth season. This is ridiculous. It's the same with your business and it's the same with your goals. In the beginning, and the same with leadership, in the beginning, it is so flipping painful. And I think yeah. sometimes people, I think all the time, people just need someone, just to know that someone is there to guide them through and say like, what you're doing now is not working. What you're doing is not, and just, yeah. straight just straight talking and you clearly do that so you've obviously been in so many situations where you've just had to be like listen I, I you're my friend because you say that you're their friend right you become friends with them and I think and I'm the exact same I, me and you are very very similar with this like we, we become friends first because that then creates the fam the process to become a family member which locks them in but how do you like maybe deal with the fact that you've become friends with someone but now you kind of need to, it's going to sound a bit, I don't mean to be offensive here to you guys listening. You have to give them a bit of a slap. Like you have to like be like, oh my days, like my friend, I'm going to have to give them a slap because they're yeah. like bang out of order. Like how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, because it must've come up so many times or leaders calling you being like, Trace, I've got this other problem. I don't really know what to do. Like your friends with them have a word and it's like, ugh. Like, 
if you're the personality like I'm a mousy personality like I'm, I get I get walked all over and I like I treat everyone like you know the perfect person and it's hard for me to to do that so how how do you because you're smiling from ear to ear as if like oh yeah I can tell you thousands of stories like that how how do you, how do you deal with that I'll tell you, I'm going to teach you something that will be so powerful that mm -hmm. will open the door for you to say whatever you need to say to these people. But let me be clear that you've got to, one of the things that people who hear me train, no matter whether it's network marketing or other, you know, my, my new business, doesn't matter. They hear me say this all the time. You have to care more about them than you care about you, mm -hmm. literally. Because, and I'll give you an example. Think about this. If you are nervous to talk to someone, it's because you are caring more about yourself than you're caring about them. If you really believe that you have something awesome, if you don't, you're in the wrong business. Find yeah. a different product. But if you really believe that you have something amazing that you know can change their life, the only reason you're nervous about talking to them is because you're worried what they're going to think. Or you are, don't think that you're very good. You have a limiting, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. You're, that's a selfish thing. Mm -hmm. And it, that's really hard. It's kind of hard for like, when I say that, that's hard to hear, mm -hmm. but there's something really easy that you can do. This is what I do all the time. And people absolutely love it. And I have to say, psychology is my background and I break that down for people. So people who don't like, you know, you talk about there are certain personalities. I really believe there are, if a training is good, it will work for a certain group of people, maybe people who are that type of personality. If a training is great, it'll work for the largest percentage of the population. doesn't matter, different personalities, but there are some people it just doesn't work for them because maybe they're afraid to speak or whatever, right? But when you, if you're not done, it's a rough draft until you get it to brilliant. And brilliant means it works for everyone, every time. I can't tell you how many new people I've brought into wanting to work with me because they see someone that they say, that person just got those results in their business. Like that person is frumpy and you know, whatever. Yeah. If that person can do it, then I can do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it works for anyone, but I'll just, I'll teach you what is so, so simple. And honestly, it's kind of fun for me. Maybe psychology is a little bit of a game because I know what will help the person. And I know exactly how to help them get to the place where they accept it or are ready for it or whatever. Okay. And so this is one. This is the type of stuff that I like help people with. If I'm working with you, Frazier, mm -hmm. and you come to me with a problem and you say, well, you know, this and this is happening. This person in my business is being the problem child. And by the way, I have a problem child folder. I literally have a problem child folder. I love my problem children, but they're also problem children. It kind of makes it a little bit fun, but I am, I'll show you what I do to get you to a place where you're begging me to be harsh with you. Mm -hmm. And this is what I do. I say, I listen, I'm the friend first, and I really do care, it's sincere. The difference between weasel and manipulative and um, real good selling is sincerity. If you're really sincere in asking the questions, then of course, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. So I'm asking you questions. I'm getting to know you. I'm getting to know more about the problem. I wanna know who kind of caused the problem. I'm asking all the details to see both sides. And now, do I help you if I tell you what they need to change? No, that doesn't help you at all. I need to help you understand what needs to change for you. And so I need to get your permission to ask, to, to tell you that. And I'm not just going to assume that you give me permission. So you're telling me the problem and I'm asking you the question. And I get to a place where I'll be like, so first, there are, two, there are three things you do. Number one, you ask the you ask the important question after all, you know, you know, all the stuff. And my question is this. So what is it you're wanting from me? Now, if I say, what is it you're wanting? That doesn't work because what is it you're wanting? You're like, well, I want them to change and da, 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 da. What do you want from me? You're telling me for a reason. You're spending time telling me all this stuff. Tell me what you're wanting from me. And I say it like, I want to help you. What, what can I do? Tell me what you're wanting from me. And you can imagine, then you're like, well, I want this and da, da, da. What do I do? What do I? So now I've kind of forced you into a place where you're asking for my advice because maybe before you were just telling me the problem. Sometimes people come out and ask for advice, but if they're not, it's not really my place to give advice. They didn't ask. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm not afraid to do that, but that's not the best way. Mm -hmm. So you then are saying, well, well, tell me this, or what do I do? Or what do I say to her? And how do I, I want to get this, you know, I want to get this changed or whatever. And now my, the, the second thing I do 
is I say, okay, so this is the deal. Now when, I, when it's really solid, I know what you want from me. And if I'm not clear, I might say, so, so you wanna know the steps that you need to take to solve this problem and whatever. You know, I might lay it out, but the, so the second thing I'm doing is, so um, um, let's see, I got all excited about uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about, and I'm, I'm not going to share it because I'll accidentally say names. So <laughs> it's the problem child folder. Yeah. Yes. So I get you. To, so notice how I got you to a place where you're asking my advice. I say, now the second thing I do is I say, okay, so there are two different ways we can do this. I can either, I can tell you what will work and it will be awesome. I can tell you the way that's a little bit easier, a little bit softer. It's a little easier to hear. And, but it will absolutely get you results. It will help you. Or I can tell you hardcore. And I, I even say it, do it like this, you know, podcast, you can't see my facial expression, but I can do it hardcore where I tell you the honest truth, but some people can't handle that. So, you know, it'll help you make changes way faster. It'll be like almost immediate changes. And I said, but you need to tell me which way you need to hear it. And I will tell you, I have never had someone say, give it to me easy. Yeah. Never. They're like, no, give it to me hard. Yeah. And the reason that works is because I was a friend first. They, by now they feel like I care. Even if I didn't know them before, I'll be presenting at a huge event. Someone will come up to me after and they'll say, can I just talk to you? You know, you know how it is. Yeah. And I'll do this process. And when I say, which way do you want it? They always say, no, give it to me hard. And the beauty of this is now they're prepared for something that's hard to hear. Yeah. And now I say, okay, in fact, I'll, I'll share a, a different situation. That's a little, it's farther back. So it's a little easier to, this one girl came to me and said, Hey, I'm having trouble in my business. <laughs> yeah. You're laughing. Cause you know, <laughs> she said, I'm having trouble in my business. I presented at, a, at an event and she came up to me after and she said, I had, I had a best friend. We went into business together. And this is what she was going to do. This is what I was going to do. And now this is what's happening. And she got to a place where she said, you know what? I, I'm not spending enough time with my kids. And so I need to, I need to make sure that I'm going to spend time with my kids. I'm still excited to build my business, but this is what's happening. And she was, and so what had happened over time, it had been like two years, the relationship was destroyed. The, and you know, the one, the one felt guilty all the time. The, the one I was talking to didn't realize she was creating guilty feelings and saying these little, you know, nitpicky things to try to get the, her, her friend to do what she wanted. And, and she was super nice, not a weaselly type person, super trying to be awesome. And so I did this process with her and step three is tell them the truth and tell it a little bit hard. If you get all nice now, guess what happens? You just hurt your chances of letting them know how serious this is. Mm -hmm. And I told her when she got, we got to that place, I said, okay, tell me, how do you want to hear it? You know, I said, I could tell it to you this way, or I could tell it to you this way. This way it's, it's going to be harder and I'll, and I'll give it to you straight and I'll tell you everything and it will help you faster. The other way, and I, I make a big deal about this. The other way will work. It totally works. Mm -hmm. Like I want them to feel like it really is okay. Whichever way you pick, mm -hmm. they always pick the hard way. And I looked her in the eyes and I said, I said, this is your fault. And she's like, oh. and I said, you have damaged this relationship and you, you have hurt this. I said, and, and I almost said it harder at first. So then it's softer as we go. And I'm saying you, she, she has a right to do her business any way she wants. Yeah. And just because she changed her mind, you're mad at her. What is that all about? You know? And so then I get to kind of say whatever I want and I intermix it with you're awesome. I'm like, you're obviously phenomenal at this because look at what you've done with your business. Mm -hmm. And so she can see that I admire her. And I, I, I go back and forth between the things I admire and the things that she needs to change. I'm like, you owe her an apology. You want to know how to fix this? Mm -hmm. You let her know, oh my goodness, I just got to talk with someone or I just, you know, I always let them blame it on someone else. Yeah. It's not like, you know, yeah, it's like, blame it on me. I just learned this stuff. And I did not realize what a weasel I had been with you. And I say, you call it straight with her. You tell her, I just want to call you because I have an apology to make. Yeah. And you tell her all this stuff and that you, you're, you learned that your goal is to find out what she really wants. And you didn't do that. And now that you realize you're sick about what you've done mm -hmm. and you don't know if she can ever forgive you, but 
she can, and she said, she, so she was all on board, but she said, but what about, you know, she's doing this. I'm like, so what? Mm -hmm. She gets to do her business however she wants. Mm -hmm. You get to do yours. As long as you're, look at what you're doing, you're holding yourself back because, you know, you can see I get all passionate about this. And she said, would, and I, I was so harsh on her. We were crying together by the time we were done. And she said to me, and I, and she felt loved from me. And she said, can you just write that down? She's like, write down, like, and she gave me her workbook. And so I wrote down um, a, so a few sentences <laughs> about get over yourself, you know, whatever. So when she pulled it back, cause I was saying, you are awesome at this. You don't need anyone. You, you know, how you treat people is more important than anything. Quit expecting things from other people. And your job is to make sure you find out what they need. And then, and, but the very first line, so I said all this awesome stuff, but the very first line I said was get over yourself. Mm -hmm. And so she, she took it back. She didn't see what I was writing and she took it back and she looked at it and she saw the first line and she started cracking up. Ah. And she's like, this is exactly right. She came up to me a year or so later and she had grown her business so massively mm -hmm. and she brought me and she showed me her book where I had written that. She said, this changed my life and I, you know, whatever. So this, you can see, you could absolutely say whatever you want to anyone, but they and, have to feel cared about first. And I, I love that because it, it's, they respect you so much more when you're honest with them as well. Because totally. people out there aren't, people aren't there aren't, aren't, aren't really honest because if people were brutally, brutally honest, everything wouldn't just be fantastic news. I think one of the great examples is Simon Cowell, uh, like so, Simon Cowell is the the kind of a talent of the, the talent show judge, and I remember the first episode when it came out. It was two thousand and two. It was Pop, uh, pop Idol, um, and it was, it was somewhere back then. It was two, I know two thousand two was the first version of it, but Pop Idol, and he come on and no one liked him. Everyone hated him that first year because he was so honest. He was like, "You haven't got what it takes," and it's like. Oh, that's brutal him saying that. But when you're watching the TV, you're actually going, but he's right, you know. You tell him to your friends and your family, but he's right. He, that was actually rubbish. And he's just, got, he's just got the courage enough to say what they need to hear. And now he, everyone loves him. And it's got, back to, it's got to such a stage that if there's four judges they, and he's the last one to give the verdict, the contestants will not care about the first, second, or third judge. Because if yeah. they say rubbish, 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 and Simon Cowell says, you've got what it takes, they are like, because it's the honest, it's the truth, they know that what they he's- know They can trust him, yes. So you're I remember, I have a sister, I have, I've come from a big family, 13 kids. Whoa. Huge family. yeah. I'm number eight. So my sister, who's just older than me, when I would, I remember, like getting dressed up to go out in high school and whatever. And I'd say, how do these jeans look on me? And I remember one time she said to me, your, your rear end looks fat in those. And I was so offended. Like I was kind of mad at her. Mm -hmm. And so, but do you think I changed? Yeah, I changed. But I, and over time I realized, guess what? Guess who I go to when I want to know the truth? I put on clothes. I'm, I have a real question. I want the truth. Guess who I go to? I go to my sister. Yeah. And so my husband has loved it because, you know, a lot of women, they say, oh, honey, how do I look? And if the husband doesn't give the right answer, then, you know, somehow they're in trouble. Yeah. How codependent is that? Number one. But number two, he knows you tell me the truth because then when he's like, your makeup looks too dark or your whatever. Now I'm like, thank you. And now I know what I can do to fix it. I'm the same with Svetlana, but the first year of me being so honest was tricky. Because I was like, yes. oh, is it bad? I'm telling her that she doesn't look great, but I'm just being completely honest. And then I started implementing the kiss, the kiss, slap, kiss kind of strategy. The whole like, well, you look awesome in that one. That one's not so great on you, but That's I think really you should good. try that because you would look stunning on that. So that, that and that is brilliant. Yeah, but it, it, it's yeah. a similar, it's a similar kind of process to what you're saying because you're loving on the person, you're friends with them, they can trust you. Bang. Harsh reality, again, you're saying like, do you want the easy one, easy way or the hardcore way? I love that they're all saying the hardcore way because if they say the easy way, do you really want to be mentoring them anyway? Are they really going to be the leader that you're going to, you're going to work with? Probably right. not. Uh, and then you're obviously leaving with love. You're, you're saying yes. you're awesome. You've got what it takes. You just got to get over yourself. 
Um, yeah. It's so. So I, I honestly could, I said this to you before we even pressed the record that I, I could speak to you for hours and hours. I love your energy. I love your aura. I think that talking things leadership with you is just epic. Uh, guys, I, I, I just, I wish that you could see the screenshots that I saw. Uh, but I knew of her, the level of the business she has, even without all the numbers, but she's just such a, a pure soul that she, she wanted to kind of prove me as well. Like, hey, I'm not just one of um, but you've got other ways that you can help people. I know people can go and find you on, on all the social media platforms, but mm-hmm. what, how can you help like from this point onwards? Cause people are obviously listening and thinking like, Oh my God, she was amazing. Like where can they find more from you? Where can they get more from you? Cause I know you're on a mission to just help people in all sorts of areas of business. Um, where can they go next? And my recording, I'm still on. We might have lost her. Okay, that was interesting. <laughs> it froze. You uh, totally froze in the moment of passion, and it was awesome. It was epic. Oh my god! What was the last thing you heard? What was the last <laughs> thing you heard me say? So the last thing I heard, last thing was, so you have something you can do to help people. Like, what oh. can you? You have something, whatever. Okay, yeah, so I'll just kind of like re-say that and then I'll just, we'll get it. Okay, please, yes. All right, um, okay. <laughs> so you have so much you can share to anyone in all businesses. Like, where can they go to get more, Teresa? Where can they go to get more gold and knowledge that, that you can share with them? Okay, so that's a, that's a good question. You can mm-hmm. go to TeresaHarding.com. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a place you can go. We also, we'll give you a link for some things, because we have something special that we want to give your people for taking the time to, you know, people's time is valuable. So they can go to TeresaHarding.com. We have, I have a YouTube um, TV show. I have um, IGTV. I'm, of course, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I have a, I have a private Facebook group. Well, it's not necessarily a, a Facebook page where you get free stuff from me by getting involved with that. And I have a podcast as well. So we uh, we're basically we are we've been launching prepping to launch brand new the what we're calling it rule breakers because we're all about breaking the old rules creating new rules step skipping strategies and it's all about that and I've I've had so many people outside of network marketing want to come to me to help them I help people in network marketing as well it doesn't matter what business you do mm-hmm. I I help you get results with step skipping and I have lots of free content out there. So I want you to be able to get helped with that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually launching, most people launch a new channel and they put something on every day if they're really trying to grow fast. Mm-hmm. We are, we're putting up 200, um, 200 pieces of content because there's, there's so many things people say, okay, well, how do you do this? How do you do this? And it's, it's generic business and it's my new, you know, my new business brand but it's for, it doesn't matter what business. I don't care if you're a dentist. I don't care if you're a chiropractor. I don't care if you're a network marketer. It works. So, if so, so we're putting lots of content out there because we want to make sure we're helping people as fast as we possibly can. Free content. So good. So if someone goes to TeresaHarding.com, will they be able to find your, like, will there be anywhere where they can connect with you in terms of, um, like, go to your, find your Facebook, find your Instagram, find your YouTube, or are they best just to type in Teresa Harding on all different platforms? Um, they can e- either way is totally fine. We'll make sure we, we make sure there are links where mm-hmm. we're launching this. So yeah. on our, in fact, I'm being very brave to say TeresaHardy.com because we're revamping that whole thing so that it's ready for this launch. So by the time this is posted, it's ready. And yes, everything will be there. You'll be able to see, I mean, I, so much free content, you guys, I believe in free content, but I also know people want more. So mm-hmm. We have a page. So for example, I have two categories. I have of, of the people that I work with. We do the, I have the Academy of Business Mastery yeah. and I have the Rule Breakers. The Rule Breakers is my higher level and that some people just aren't ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. They're just not ready to go into that category. In Rule Breakers, I have you know a few different programs, but in my Academy of Business Mastery, it's basically if you're not ready for Rule Breakers, this is what we do to help you get ready. I love it. Guys, what I want you to do, uh, we talk, talked about setting assignments and holding accountable. We talked about all this. I want to make sure you are listening still because I've got an assignment for you. 
Anyone can do this. Super simple. I want you to take a screenshot of what's on your device right now. Right, whatever you're saying on your device right now, uh, hopefully it's the podcast uh, artwork, maybe it's the YouTube channel, whatever. I want you to take a screenshot, right, just on your phone. And I want you to post that onto your Instagram stories, your Facebook story, make a post, whatever you want to do. And go and find Teresa on the social media platforms and tag her, right? If you don't know how to spell it, it's simply T-E-R-E-S-A Harding. So H-A-R-D-I-N-G, right? Go find her, right? Go find her. She'll come up uh, and just type in on the text on your story, I am a rule breaker. Just type in that. So bang, screenshot, put it on. I'm a rule breaker at Teresa Harding. You go, go find it. It'll come up when you start auto searching. Let her know how much you love this episode and go out, go check out more about how you can become a rule breaker. Go check out more about how you can get the free content because this has been epic. Teresa, I'm so grateful for your time. Um, so, so grateful. And I just, I, I'm looking forward to the next time we get to meet somewhere around the world. And I know it'll be somewhere probably. Yeah. On. Like it's going to be kind of crazy, <laughs> but it's all going to be epic. And it, it's always where, whenever we're in the same room, we're definitely in the right room. Uh, yeah. that's one thing I know. So yeah, I appreciate it's you. It's been a real, real honor, Fraser. Truly. You, you really are someone I admire and look up to. So it's been an honor to be here. I do have something special. I, I have for your audience. Okay. That's totally free. Okay. And it is this, I have a very specific step skipping strategy mm -hmm. of how to get everything you want. Uh -huh. And I am not joking. I'm not exaggerating. We call ourselves rule breakers for a reason. And I have that for you guys. We're going to have the link for you, Frazier, so you can give it to them. And it's a four step simple strategy. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. I've had people do this over and over. Somebody wanted to buy a Disney vacation club and they didn't have the money and just, it doesn't matter what it is, your business, personal relationships. This is a step-by-step -step strategy to get exactly what you want while making it win-win for everyone involved. Love it. Can't <laughs> wait for that. And then guys, I hope you guys can't wait. See, it's always worth watching and listening till the end. <laughs> Top tip. Right. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to catching up with you soon. And guys, Thank look you, forward David. to seeing you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye.